0: The following podcast may contain inappropriate language, sexual content, and spoilers. Listener discretion
1: is advised.
0: Welcome to the gonzo.moe no-name anime show. I almost call it the no-name audio show. Is this show actually going to make it to air? I don't know. We're experimenting with new software called Riverside. So if this sounds worse than usual, I, uh, I'm going to blame the socialists. Why not? I'm JP. I'm joined by Noelle, Vinny, and Kyle. What's up, uh, rolling the dice? Kyle.
1: I'm just happy, Full House, everybody, and all of us have son. have seen some anime or manga or something.
2: I and also John Stamos is here.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: his
2: mic's not
3: working
0: though. Yeah, how are you doing, Nicole? Nicole, Noel? Oh my <laughs> god, what's up, Nicole? Uh, I'm cool.
2: I'm I'm glad to be. I was locked on Twitter like twice in the span of a week, so. So that was pretty weird.
0: Yeah, because you were making fun of AI people. Is that right?
2: Yes. And then I got unlocked from that. And then I, I forget what I did, <laughs> but then I got locked again. Very nice.
0: I experimented with AI audio since the last we spoke. I was telling everybody about a podcasting software that adobe is working on that apparently makes your shitty podcast sound like a good shitty podcast uh oh man
2: does it make your podcast hands look all deformed
0: yeah i don't know if it's gonna help us but it is really interesting it apparently can make a laptop mic sound like it was a studio like a like a good mic in a studio setting it's really interesting don't know if it's uh, going to work for a two-hour podcast, but for like thirty seconds, it's interesting enough. Anyway, uh, how are you, Vinny?
3: I am doing good. I am on my second cup of sleepy time tea. So let's see how long I last.
0: Yeah, we'll see if you make it to the end of the show. Uh, how good is a chamomile? I, oof, I also have chamomile. I have lavender chamomile. I've got peach sleepy time. So we're we're doing this show at like ten p.m. 9 p.m. for you, but this is like probably the latest we've done a show in a long time, not counting, I guess, our last episode we went until past this. Welcome Uh, to No Name Nights with the Sleeky Boys. But this is a uh, bi-weekly, quote-unquote, anime discussion podcast. We do our news, our reviews, and I don't know, I haven't really watched anything that I can talk about. So it's mostly going to be the other guys because uh, I just watched summertime rendering and Spy Family. <laughs> uh, uh, and did they uh, finally render all that summer? Time? Oh my god! I'm so far into it that we're into wintertime rendering. What,
3: what <laughs> does summertime render into? So I know like a beef fat becomes tallow or a pig fat becomes
0: large Oh my god!
3: What does summertime render into?
0: Uh, it's whatever the new Apple journaled format. I was going to say memories,
1: right? Isn't that it? <laughs>
0: this is t- probably that's too uh, poetic Kyle uh so you can find more of these podcasts if you dare at Moe. we're on your favorite podcast directory and probably the ones you don't like as well uh we also do a new show on the off weeks but this week we're gonna talk about the big o2 but before we do that I wanted to see if anybody else voted in the anime awards uh I mean, I did,
2: but I I feel like what's the point? It's just going to be all Attack on Titan part final part part three.
0: Yeah, I was actually pretty surprised by the the categories, not so much, but like the things that were vote like picked by the absolute lack of stuff that's just not on the front
2: page of Crunchyroll. roll
0: well was there just I, I know we just did a year end show but i'm looking at the anime award nominees and i think like did any anime air this year because so, they have licorice recoil nominated as anime of the year so well that
2: that's because it's a solid contender because it's a good show but oh, mm. there is also this like weird thing where I think like the last two seasons of the year, they just did not uh, add that to the nominations.
0: Yeah. I wonder like where the cut, I'm sure somewhere in the fine print it has the cutoff point. Mm. Cause I was really surprised not to see chainsaw man. Anywhere yeah, I just know
2: here. that the cutoff for this year is like way
0: earlier than with like previous years. They also have fucking Bubble for best film. What? (laughs) Like, I know there wasn't a lot of movies, but Bubble was terrible. Uh, I I, I really struggled with, like, what to vote for. I might have picked... I think I picked uh, Ranking of Kings for most of mine, just because nothing else good was on the list. But, uh, Noel, did you anything stand out to you about the anime awards? I guess my dress up darling showed up a couple times too. Did it? I didn't, I don't remember seeing it.
2: Yeah. It didn't show up often. Oh wait, no, no, no. Yes. Cause it, I think it did show up for best like English voice performance or something. Yeah.
0: Uh, I'm looking here. Oh, oh Moshoku Tensei. Well, you know what category
2: my dress up darling would have like taken the The golden best feet, yeah, best anime feet, of course. Only
3: Gonzo.moe gives out that award every year,
0: (laughs) exactly. I still haven't finished last year's Gonzo.moe awards. (laughs) (laughs) You know, the one thing that really annoyed me is the must protect at all costs character. So, this was the replacement for best boy and best girl. And uh, my understanding is it was a way to be more inclusive. Uh, But the problem with it is that the phrase must protect at all costs is cringe. Well, that's not even what bothers me is it implies that that person needs to be protected. In which case, why is Boji in here? He's like the strongest dude on the planet. (laughs) I don't think I need to protect Boji for any reason.
2: Yeah, he has this like molecular sword that, that can like, I don't know rearrange your molecules but also Anya is on here and she can read minds well that that doesn't mean she also doesn't need to be protected she doesn't also know karate yeah no she doesn't
0: I haven't read far enough in the manga I don't know (laughs) Uh, but Kage is also on here that motherfucker can like melt into the wall yeah but you almost got killed (laughs) that's because of hubris (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, I don't, all uh, I'm saying is that
2: JP, like no man is invincible. We all need to be, you know, protected
0: sometimes. Yeah. That giant shadow ogre is coming for you. Yeah. I get like Kotaro from, uh, is it called Kotaro lives alone or whatever? Yes, it is. (laughs) Like that's like a five-year-old boy, but Boji, I, I, I can't, I can't do this. Uh I don't know if anything else important has happened in the last couple weeks cuz I just have not been I haven't really been online a lot. You haven't had your finger on the pulse of anime? I've not. Well, no. I've been so I've I've had like the last 2 months off, which you would think like, "Oh, that's plenty of time to play video games, watch anime and read manga." But instead I'm finding other ways to waste time, like building <laughs> shelves. And You're building more shelves. I've built multiple shelves, um, but I also I'm learning how to solder, and I'm like rearranging my workspace, and I just keep forgetting to watch anime, which is a problem. But uh, I did read Fire Punch. I will talk about that later, and uh, I'm almost done with uh, Island in a Puddle. So I've I've been reading manga, but.
1: Well speaking of uh, you know terrible anime uh, awards, did you guys see the Oscar animated category this year?
0: I don't pay attention to the Oscars, so enlighten me. I'll
1: well, just say this is the least inclusive uh, animated uh, just nomination, you know, uh, category I think in probably a decade. Every single one of them is uh, a, I feel like is a Western film.
2: I feel like I've seen worse.
1: No, I mean let's just say honest. so it's uh Puss in Boots. It is Marcel with, you know, the, the shell with his shoes on or something. Uh,
0: oh, my friend mixed that.
1: Yeah. So it's Ooh, that cool. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying that these are all Western, right? There's not even a single hmm. world animated, not from any other country. Hmm. They're all from America. Okay. There's also uh turning red. There is one that's called like the sea dragon or something.
2: Um, uh, the sea beast. The that's sea a- beast.
1: Yes. Um, which is from Netflix. Right. Right. And then there's. A
2: and then there's Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio?
1: Yes. And he is Which, at least like a non, uh, you know, like he is a Mexican director. So like that's great. Would, like that is good, I mean, but it is like a Western animated like, thing, I believe.
2: And I feel like that's the closest we got to like an anime movie with this category because yeah. you got Guillermo del Toro, gigantic Go guy fan.
1: Yeah. So I'm happy for Guillermo. That's the only one that I think is like, you know, um, Like a kind of like, okay, cool. But it's just, this is a very bad year for them.
2: I mean, honestly, I feel like that's the one that like, if they win, I'll be like, okay, this was, this was a...
1: Watch it be Puss in Boots because of uh, people being like, that's what a panic attack looks like. That means it's (laughs) best movie. Oh my God.
2: (laughs) Nah, man. The the best depiction of a panic attack is Boji the Rock. When she turns into Godzilla...
0: Oh, I, I thought you said Boji. Like, I feel like he probably had a pretty good panic attack in that show. Oh, snap. I think he did. <laughs> he did. Uh Oh, you know, I don't know why I remembered this randomly, but I guess probably like the biggest thing in animation. Well, there was two like big things since we last talked. Uh, one, comicsology seems to have all but shut down. And yeah, two, so it, like. What happened with Comicsology? I think Amazon just decided they were bored. I don't know what they do. I was not a user of the service. I have used it in the past. I was not a fan of it, but I know that a lot of people bought all of their comics through that because I think that was like that was like the Shonen Jump equivalent for like non-Japanese comics. Like that was the place you got them. Yeah, you I mean, buy your even
3: through them and they had pretty good back catalogs that way.
2: I mean, even like Japanese comics, because they had like a very stocked, like a uh, manga library. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, that was how I was reading uh, Tokyo Avengers for the longest time.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. They've had some
3: weird stuff up in there. Like, um, I read the Skullman manga on there from Tokyo Pop.
0: They probably had Grappler Baki on there cuz that was like a digital only through Amazon thing i think. Yeah. Wonderful. Uh but yeah, like the everybody got laid off. There was a bunch of layoffs cuz like Google laid a ton of people off and a couple game journalism places laid people off. Oh yeah, i heard that
2: like <coughs> giant bomb is pretty much like imploding.
0: Yeah, it's really interesting to see what's going on. And i guess the other like big thing for dorks uh is justin roiland got fired from rick and morty for being a really terrible person and so, uh probably assaulting his partner
1: allegedly not without president. Yeah, because just saying guys. Uh, like, if you go back to like random stimpy right similar thing happened there where creator,
2: well sure huge piece yes. of shit
1: let go the show went on uh Just saying, hopefully, I know that people, a lot of people are done with Rick and Morty, but you know, like a lot of people work on that show. And it Mm. sounds like he hasn't even really been involved for seasons. He just is doing voice work.
0: Yeah, that's the impression I got from seeing people talk on Twitter is that they locked him out of the writer's room after season three. Yeah, I just know I also
2: saw like a news story about how Solar Opposites on Hulu is also still going to continue, which. Here's my thing. I understand that that Rick and Morty is like a a huge success for Cartoon Network and what have you. Mm-hmm. It, is the same true of
0: Solar Opposites on Hulu? I'm I maybe they have a contract that they can't break. I don't know. Okay. Uh, I've heard it's good. I have not watched it. Really? Huh. Uh, but my uh, my coworker from when I worked on Evil said Solar Opposites was really funny.
1: I just and have a hard time watching one it. of those, like also rans, where it's the same style. Yeah, you know, like like what BoJack had that, like Tuka and Birdie. That's yeah, so good. I'm, well, I'm, I'm just saying. Birdie, that, like, I have, like, have a hard time like jumping from like the one that's like really popular to one that is basically the exact same style, just from like I don't know, like the executive producer or something.
2: Well, the thing with Tuca and Birdie is that it's it was like, also created by a pedophile. No, what it was. <laughs> It was similar to BoJack Horseman on,
1: like, a very surface level.
2: When you actually like watch looks. the show, it's like, yeah. N- that's
1: yeah. the same. Like, I want, I don't want to watch the same show. It's like... I, yeah, I it's it, not... If, if they were to make, like, an Archer spinoff, I wouldn't want to watch that.
2: Yeah, you wouldn't watch, like, Frisky Dingo?
1: Okay, no, I, but, that, like, that's the same, <laughs> same yeah, question. Yeah, I, I don't want to see, like, a, uh, like a <laughs> random background animator be like, I worked on this show, and then Hulu goes, hey, we'll give you a show. What's, I got It's like how yeah.
0: every every adult animation right now looks like either family guy or Bob's burgers. It's kind of wild mm. now.
1: Uh,
0: but I, I have not looked deeply into this, but I've heard that there's allegations of one of the Duke and birdie creators of doing some bad stuff with minors. Oh no, mm. no. Uh, please don't uh, let me the one that's named Noel. No, it's, uh, is it, is their name? Tiffany Okay, H- cool. H- H- haddish. Uh, I w- look. I would look into that on your own because I don't know the details off the top of my head. But I know that it's. I've I've heard it come up every couple of months that there was okay. some something with them and their partner, and uh, that it was not great. But I don't know the details. Yeah. Gotcha. But, but yeah, it should be interesting. It it is. I guess if it's any indication of the type of people that watch Rick and Morty I haven't seen very many people that are like no this is the worst uh everyone's like yeah it'll be fine they'll make one dumb joke about it and it'll go on (laughs) everyone's just like fuck that guy he sucks (laughs) but like it is one of those shows where the writing already offers them a pretty good like out yeah because they could just be like
1: we got new voices Morty Jesus, you actually sounded really good right there. There's also the fact that
0: every white guy sounds like Rick and Morty. They try. Come on,
1: come on, come on, Rick. Oh, I don't know, Rick.
0: Like, it's not hard to do those voices.
1: All I'm saying is, JP, is is this your audition video right here?
0: Uh, Yeah, follow me on TikTok. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, so you... Wanted to talk about the Big O2. Uh, you did a review of Big O1 for Anime Secret Santa two, three podcasts ago, I think, if we're counting the last one as two episodes. And uh, you just finished Big O season two yes. like 20 minutes ago.
1: I did. Minutes, uh, like an hour ago, I finished it. <laughs> uh, and of course, that's also why Vinny decided to jump on to the no name show.
0: We took the muzzle off of him. Yes, arr, took him out of his cage, arr, and he's arr.
1: been feeling all right. So, uh, yeah, so this was a really great... Or I was really looking forward to this, right? Because I'd never seen either of these, and I uh, was, of course, prompted by the no, um, by the Anime Secret Santa, which, of course, is also run by Vinny, so it really is just, like, the perfect follow-up that we would do it together. I guess I should ask, so, Vinny, I believe that this was a rewatch for you, correct?
3: Yes, I watched Big O2 when it aired um, on to actually on Adult Swim originally. And that was probably what? Uh, 2003, I want to say. Yeah,
1: I think it came out in three.
3: 20 years ago.
1: Damn. That is crazy. And I have not
3: watched it since then.
1: So uh, how were you, were you? I don't know. Uh, were you watching it like Blu-ray? Were you watching it streaming?
3: I was. I had picked up since I watched the first season for the uh, for the agency podcast three years ago. I felt it was appropriate to rewatch Big O2 now, three years after... This is a three-year gap in production. Of course. To get the true Big O experience. Nice. So I was watching the Blu-rays from uh, Santa Filmworks.
1: So yeah, I guess I just have to ask, uh, how does it measure up to what you were, I guess, going into this with?
3: So I watched it when I was 13, and I do not think this uh, show is a, thir- a show for 13-year-olds.
1: No, this is not it. <laughs> there's a lot of yeah. ennui and, like, what? Regret and wistfulness, uh not thirteen-year-old territory. Yeah,
3: yeah. Where, where Big O One can be enjoyed by a ten-year-old, Big O Two is not easily easily enjoyed by a thirteen-year-old,
1: especially not in the uh, early going. I think that this it took a lot more for me to be like, okay, I'm in. Uh, whereas in yeah. Big O One, I was in like episode one, I was there.
3: So I, I definitely, you know, I did not have the highest expectations going into it, and I hmm. think it exceeded what I what I remembered.
1: I just want to, like, I guess, warn people. So, Big O1 is really beautiful. Uh, it's 13 episodes the first season. Uh, it obviously had, like, quite a budget. And the only way I can describe going into the Big O2, because this is my first time, it felt to I me... Mean, it, do, you know, a, do you know when you go from Batman, the animated series, to the new to Batman the new and Batman Robin Adventures? show? Batman
2: Adventures? Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: That's how it felt. In terms of, like, animation quality and character designs and There's a lot of off-model stuff.
3: I'm not even sure the budget drop. It's just like, oh crap, we're not using cells anymore.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, that's also true. It did jump to Digipaint, and it is painfully apparent. I'm trying to remember because
3: also in the first episode there are clips from the last episode, which looks so much better. Yeah.
1: And in fact all the best shots in the Big O 2 for like the first probably seven episodes are just they'll like and they'll do insert shots which are ripped directly from the first season. Yeah.
3: Yeah, it's just stock footage.
1: It's so bad. Actually
3: even by the end actually they're using like actually by the end and they're using a lot more stock footage for like traveling shots and things where they can get away with it.
1: Yeah, there's like a there's one recurring shot of his car kind of like coming up on a bridge. Which is yeah. used a lot, even in the first season. But, but like you said, it's when it looks so good, and then they put it next to, like they'll, you know, just bookend it with shots that look really bad by comparison, and you just kind of yeah. cringe.
3: Yeah. Because you have from, no, like, I'm top trying to top remember tiers, like, sunrise cell animation, too. Yeah. Really early, Digi-Paint. did paint?
2: Did Swartzfeld get a redesign for Big O2? No, he's not really in it.
1: He, he's, he's in not. it for a okay. second, but he's not he is the, it's not, as, it's not as drastic as the Batman redesigns.
2: Okay. Yeah.
1: It just has that feeling because, uh, you know, uh, you lose a lot of that texture. Like everything is really smooth except for the, there's a few scenes which are done in black and white where they intentionally added a lot of grain hmm. to kind of replicate a black and white movie feel. But otherwise, I mean, and I do, I do want to push back a little about the budget. I think it probably lost a lot of its budget. Cause as you recall, Big O was originally supposed to be a 26 episode series. See, I remember like you first had season. said
2: that, so... where I, I don't know a
3: source for that. I've never heard that before.
1: I mean, yeah. I'm just going off of what it says. Uh, I'm pretty sure it says it on Wikipedia. Um, but it, apparently uh... it was originally supposed to be 26 episodes. The first season, it was doing really bad in Japan. And so it got lowered to 13. And it was only because it was a success in America that... Cartoon Network and Adult Swim and you know what have you? Toonami went, hey, like we'll fund a second season, but that's also why it took a while, because there's a big gap between the Big O season one and season two, as you alluded to already. Mm-hmm. So, well,
3: what we, we, well, that was called a big gap. Now I feel like we wouldn't notice it.
1: I mean, it's still like what? It's like two years, three years, like three years. That's a that's a fair is- gap for that time. Like I- obviously nowadays that is more common, but that was not common back then.
2: Now the way I remember it was that it was always originally intended for thirteen episodes.
1: I'm just going off of what I read. Uh, okay. That's all I can say. Yeah, yeah it's in this
3: book on a, it's a, that um, car- television cartoon shows an illustrated encyclopedia by um, Hal Erickson's citation on Wikipedia. So, all
2: right.
3: but whether or not that's right, I don't know where right. we're getting
1: it from. Seeing the animation style change and see like. We start to get a lot more static shots. We get a lot more recurring shots. Um, I don't like. It's just so incredible. Like even just like basic cinematography, how much that is a step down from the first season, and it's a lot less meaningful shots. We get a lot more just like okay, um, like let's put it this way. I think that it's in a very the story. So can I, we talk a little bit about the story?
2: Oh, definitely.
1: Okay, so. The se- the last season ended with the giant, sh- uh, you know, showdown between the Big O and these three robots coming in from outside. And it's, f- it's like a really great cliffhanger. And this picks up right where that is. And we immediately get into this kind of dream psychological sequence of our main character. And he's going like, oh, I'm remembering this memory. And then that's kind of what the whole series becomes about. Um, It's much more involved with like what happened and we're trying to get to the bottom of this. And there's a much greater, I guess, stylistic move towards more of like a stage play. Whereas in the previous season really felt like a movie centric. Mm. This one is, you know, there's literally moments where the character gets on a stage and they perform a quote unquote play. But I think that that more static view, I think that that is a direct result of the budget being cut down. Versus the much more dynamic and, you know, cinematographic focused first season where we were getting this, you know, like recurring abstract images like the clock and things were aligning up in a way which would constantly tell you things like, oh, this is supposed to be a reminder of time or maybe like time to midnight and a doomsday clock kind of scenario. Mm Mm-hmm. There's a lot less of that in the season 2. It, it's just sad cuz it it feels much more pedestrian up until I think maybe the last 3 episodes where they really a lot
2: more plebeian if you will.
1: <laughs> yes.
3: But you know they Is that the, it, it's not the, not the patrician first season?
1: Yes. I, it's just I mean, do you do you agree with me? Do you disagree? No, no, I agree
2: with you. Like my whole my whole thing is that Yeah, I felt like the big O, episodes one through 13, that was like perfect. Pack it up. You got it. You did great. And just continuing from there was like a misstep.
3: Yeah, I think it would. I think the world would be might be a little better if we didn't get the second season. And there are things I like in the second season.
1: Yes. And I do think that they save their budget for the important moments. Like, like for a lot of it, I don't think it's necessarily animated very well. But then you get to the last three episodes, and there are moments in there which are as good as in the previous season.
3: Yeah, it could have had a really good like movie.
1: Yeah, because everything mm. in this
3: could be condensed into like a solid film.
2: You know what? Yeah,
3: it moves because Big O One is really a very episodic. Big O Two is much more single story driven.
1: Yes, it's like the central mystery. And that also, I think, it makes it like a lot less satisfying because mm-hmm. in the first season, it was very much like, oh, like you said, um, you know, just like standalone episodes, but they were doing, they were leading into the greater mythology um, in yeah, subtle you were ways.
3: About, but yeah, where season two is just about um, you know Alex Gordon trying to do things.
1: Yeah, and so that that's why I think it's Rose even harder. hard to give like a synopsis in the second season in a weird way, just because it's like I just had like the great thing like oh he's trying to find out memories, but like that's what is it like we don't really necessarily get answers. It's just that central question that they're kind of hitting at, like chipping away at it, but it doesn't feel like in a demonstrative way. It feels more in just like a like keep watching way.
3: It it feels like a much more like American like B tier prestige ending. <laughs> Yeah, where like things are explained, and it's just very
1: neat. And of course, we can't. Uh, we have to mention. I, I have to mention. Uh, if you, if for folks who will be watching this and maybe not thinking of when it was made, well, boy, the whole like semi Truman Show Matrix pull the rug out from underneath the <laughs> <you> ending <laughs> will remind you pretty quickly <laughs> that oh right, this is very much two thousand three.
3: Well, again, like anything, it is improved by giant robots.
1: That is always the case.
3: Uh, and like no matter what, Big O has some fantastic mech designs.
1: Oh, but did, did you hear... I, I actually found this out while listening to one of the interviews on the disc. But uh, apparently the designs were done before they even started the show.
3: Someone was just doodling like Big O and Big Fowl. Well, the
1: director, uh, so there was an interview on the disc where the voice actor for Roger Smith was interviewing the director and the screenwriter. And apparently Sunrise came to them as like, we have these mecha designs. Would you make a show for them? Nice. And apparently that's completely <laughs> backwards. And even the director's like, yeah, he goes, if they don't do it that way, normally they're like, we want to sell toys. Will you design toys and then ma- build a show around those toys? But apparently the toys were like done.
3: This show sold toys.
1: But that's what's so funny about yeah. it, right? Of just, well, I mean,
3: that is, that is Transformers, though. <laughs> Transformers was a bunch of guys going to Japan buying toys and going, hey, let's make a show with these things.
1: Well, it's just right. so weird that they would even do it that way, because these are atypical, like, mecha designs, right? Like, who out there no, is going, really? like, let's these make are... these, like, you know, very Art Deco, like, Nautilus...
3: These are super classic, though. Like these are yeah, very, like, these are
2: like, these are very much like giant robo sort of robot designs.
1: They have a little bit more of an alien look, though. There's something about mm. them. Uh, there's like that character. Bit, there's like that uh, in one of the episodes. There's like a weird robot with the trench coat who's the mm-hmm. detective, and he looks like one of the. Uh, there's like a classic SNK or Capcom character who looks very similar. Like oh yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, Q yes
2: um, yeah which is. Which, even he, he's like a, a reference to Robot KGK.
1: Yeah, I don't know, it's just like, I guess that Giant Robo was around the same time, so maybe they were just really hinging off
3: Which also algebra. didn't do great in Japan.
1: That, that's what's so weird about it, though, right? Because Giant Robo had been coming out for a while, so you think that Sunrise, of all companies, would know?
3: Or they were like, okay, fine, we'll make, make a show, I don't care if it's good, you know, what they what just put the robots in it. And this is what they got. Right. Which Big won won, again, top 10 anime for me.
1: Yeah, the first season's incredible, but I, and I, I do think there are some highs. I mean, the ending is very, you know, it's very self-reflective, I think, especially uh, based around the idea that it was stopped and started, seemingly on, yeah. like, a company whim. I, I really feel that, like, the show is trying to, like, get to the bottom of that. Uh, maybe, and and I, even the fact that, like, I feel like a lot of the staff probably did not return from coming from season one.
3: I'd be yeah, given the, given that gap, I'm assuming there's a decent amount of turnover.
1: And so, you know, uh, like it, the, probably the creator just, and the screenwriter came back like the big top names, but in terms of like, you know, they are making the show again. I mean, a lot of it is them asking like, Oh, am like, am I just like an archetype? Am I just like a femme fatale? Am I just this like product meant to sell things?
3: And then we do get, like, weird Shaki e. Kanaka stuff, like having the villains be foreigners.
1: Right, right. And they see the barcode, and that turns out to be the barcode on their, like, Figma, <laughs> essentially. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right. And foreigners it's called like, the All the Union. robots
1: being painted over with the Roger Smith, and, you know, he keeps on like, going, no. And then each of the, the truths that he sees, these yeah. memories that are, are on Earth are more and more, you know, uh, looking into the camera lens.
2: Yeah, it's a lot of... uh. Is a lot of, like, oh, no, I'm at a Sunrise office building while they're flipping through, like, character
1: cells.
3: <laughs> see, if they got that far, I think that would have been better.
1: Yeah, they do kind of pull their punches. Uh, but when we see that, uh, one of the best shots, I think, is in the finale when the the big duo um, returns, which is the flying kind of giant uh, air, like, aircraft. Uh, yeah, kind of like an airplane it.
3: kind of can, like
1: fly us out with propellers in her hands right and it flies up into the sky and there's this whole uh in For three story. episodes
3: it spends three episodes flying away
1: yes and we and then we keep on getting this voiceover from the um fault the kind of crazed l- lunatic reporter guy from the first season who maybe died <laughs> and maybe he dies in this series
3: Who's i think he say? dies in this one i think we yeah we see that it's pretty clear he gonna blow up,
1: right? But he flies upwards, and like they're supposedly being attacked by this, uh like whether well, they're called the Union in the in the subtitles.
3: That's what the dub said. I watched the dub; but they also were called the Union.
1: Yeah, so they're being you know, attacked the by the Union, which German seems character. like a, it's like it's it probably like Russia and France, just like all these other kind of sort of countries, very European. And he's flying upwards, and then uh, they're being bombarded from all these ships up there. But the robot gets high enough, and it turns out that it's scaffolding. And that even though they're, they live in a city which are protected by domes, it turns out their world is covered by a giant dome. And it looks like this is, I don't know, like a world-scale movie uh, movie studio. Yeah,
3: like truly massive stage lights.
1: And that all like, the, of these, the scale, are, are how all big, these big fires falling... Is are just, like, what? Like, stage lights?
3: <laughs> yeah. Just killing millions of people.
1: So, yeah, like, it is incredibly bombastic. And, like, it's also crazy just how far they they pull back the camera. Because, like, you know, the big duo's going up. And it's just this epic sight of the clouds rolling around. It looks like a classical painting. And it's really cool. And, like, that is the highlight of the series. That and the explosions. They mm-hmm. save their money uh, there's one sequence where the Big O punches a robot's head off, like one of the other big ass Mega Deus, the Behemoth. Yeah, remember he uh, he he grabs yeah. it and he like grabs the face and does his shooting um his shooting O thing, and then he's just holding the head because he severed it completely, and you know just incredible shots like that. But like those are very few and far between. Uh, this kind of it feels like they kind of learned the wrong lessons from the first half.
3: I don't know. I think this is what Shaki Kanaka always wanted to do.
2: <laughs> he always wanted to let you know that all the world is a stage, and you're just you're just characters, man. I mean, Your no, you didn't, you didn't are, get to
3: the like anti-vax part of the whole man lady. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know,
3: this is a little that bit show goes anti-vax somehow
2: yikes great i just just more to look forward to
1: so uh, do you have a favorite scene everybody or a favorite episode bring back my cat that's
0: season 1 <laughs> well that that's all i've seen is like the first 3 episodes of the first season i thought it was bring back my ghost
2: that's i'm sure he brings a lot of things back <laughs> Uh, my favorite was when Beck came back for like a third time and he had a big like samurai robot. That was fun. Yeah.
1: That episode is I, really weird though. I I think people probably have problems with the tone because the series is all, it's <laughs> like the first season is really serious. There's some levity, but it's mostly just like occasional. Whereas this, like especially in the early half, it is, it feels like a slapstick comedy. Hmm.
3: Also, they're like, Japanese caricatures in that episode, as if they were done by like an American in the fifties.
1: Yeah, they they look like they belong in like Batman the animated series
3: or like a (laughs) Looney Tune to that point. Some of the way the way they're drawn,
1: right? Or even Tiny Toons. Yep.
2: They they were being avant garde. They were trying to go, "Hey society, here's a mirror." (laughs) Yeah.
0: Well, so having not seen the Big O past like the first couple episodes of. Aired on Adult Swim. Now that you've seen all of it, well, and also Noelle and Vinny, you've seen all of it. Should I watch the big O? All you
1: should the way watch through. the first half?
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: Like 100%. And then if you want, if you really want some answers or to get like mind fucked, then.
3: It's not a mind. It's not that much of a mind fuck. It wants to be. It,
1: it, it wants yeah. to be. Uh, it's like
3: mind foreplay that doesn't really go anywhere.
1: It's a mind fuck if you're thirteen, definitely. Here's the thing. Just don't think that you're gonna get a definitive ending. If that's what you're looking for, uh yeah. you're not gonna find it.
2: Yeah. You well, should just watch up to episode thirteen and be like,
1: eh. Too bad it doesn't I never finished that. <laughs> it doesn't
2: like, matter what the truth was.
1: I just, like the final episode, you know, like the last three episodes. I think they're the strongest. I, I do like the ending. Uh I, mm-hmm. I don't need an ending. I'm not someone who's sitting there like, it didn't wrap it all up with a bow. I, you know I'm not sitting there mad, like I like See,
3: I, I I'd argue the second season doesn't add like I don't think I was in a better place with season two than season one,
1: to be fair though, season one was doing a lot of the same stuff of just like throwing things at the wall and hoping that like they could figure it out in a next season, and then they had three years to figure it out, and then this is what they came up with,
2: yeah, I'm just gonna say I didn't need to know who r d was, I was totally cool with it I was.
1: Oh right, like the what they the questions raised from the first season. You mean?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I didn't need to know. It was cool. It was just a, a, a another robot girl who like shot Roger. It's all good. Yeah.
3: Like as much as I like Alex Rosewater's like just James Bond villainness, it doesn't make the season two as good.
2: Yeah, he did have a cool robot though. It's all like it's like hey, what if Big O was white?
3: It
1: had a like and had a hat,
2: yeah,
3: and it's a little tiny one too.
1: So yeah, uh, so to answer your question, JP, I generally, yeah, I I would. I, there were definitely moments in the, uh, where I regretted having started season two. <laughs> I'm like, oh man, this is this is like, it felt like it was hurting my experience from the first season. Uh, and the fact that I was able to recover from that at all is the sign of just like, okay, like they they do have something to say eventually, but like you shouldn't have to watch eight to nine episodes before they start to get their shit together.
0: It's interesting that this was the show that they had more produced of because they had a lot of popular stuff on adult swim. I guess Trigon and Cowboy Bebop had pretty definitive endings already. Yeah. I, I don't know what else they would have. Paid. Yeah. Like they guess- of
3: one ending this is, is, Not as a very big cliffhanger.
0: I guess they did make more Foolie Cooley, but that took like 20 years. Also Warner owns
1: Cartoon Network, right? Maybe that was part of it is them kind of thinking like, this is a Japanese them doing kind of a Batman thing.
0: Sure. Uh, So one of the only things I know about the big O is that when I think it was season two, when the last episode was supposed to air, they accidentally aired the second to last episode again. And then when I guess the next weekend or whatever, this probably aired on Sundays, I think, they played the first five minutes of the second to last episode again as a prank (laughs) and then played the last, the actual last
1: episode. That's awesome.
0: But yeah, I've been meaning to watch Big O for a long time, Have uh, have not done it. I didn't like not like it. I probably just was watching Lane instead. I don't know.
3: I will say go online and watch the openings, too. Oh,
0: yeah. Uh, you did like Rain the Conqueror. I I, I said, oh, God. Now I'm having sleepy tea. I said Lane, not Rain. Oh, okay. But, Rain yeah, the Conqueror do, also rules. <laughs> people do want to know the power of isosceles. <laughs> but uh, Rain wouldn't have been on at the same time as the big O. Okay. Well, it, was, it might have been.
3: It was the same channel. Oh, fair. Like, you know, same same <laughs> block.
0: I, uh, so there's this AI chat program where you can talk to dead famous people. And I talked to Alexander the great and asked him if he'd seen rain, the Conqueror. What'd he say? He had not, uh, <laughs> Lame. because he's been dead for a long time, man. That's no excuse. But, uh, he you thought it was pretty cool. Pauline.
1: He might have, <laughs> yeah. you know, Veni VD Vici, that kind of oh. thing. It uh, was
3: Julius Caesar.
0: Uh, I was close. <laughs> <laughs> well, do any of them have an anime? Probably, actually. Yes,
2: the fake grand order.
0: All- <laughs> <laughs> I saw. You know, I think about like you know all of these, like I don't know, dead kings or whatever, and I can just imagine like, you know, do people still remember me? What have they done to honor me? And they're like, oh, well, man. you've got a pretty middling pizza chain that's named after you there's a reoho cool. akeda napoleon manga that i want to read now people are talking about napoleon dynamite on twitter that's yeah. not the same the napoleon guy fgo is pretty cool <laughs> uh so the big o sounds like uh watch the first part and uh maybe watch the second part with drugs
3: Wait three years and then watch the second part. Wait three Three years. years. The way it was meant to be seen.
0: Exactly. (laughs) It does look like a lot of the people, like the people in like more important roles came back. Uh, Animanias Network has this all as uh, under one tab. Otherwise, it would have been easier to do a compare and contrast. But
1: yeah,
0: it looks like the uh, showrunner came back. Uh, the head script writer obviously came back. Uh, but like the director of photography was different. Character designers stayed the same. Uh, composer, art director, things like that stayed the same. But a lot of the, I guess, below the line people were different. And a lot of the episode directors are different too. Uh, so I've mostly been reading manga uh i don't know why i've been slipping i thought i was an anime boy but i guess (laughs)
2: you're a manga boy
0: it's just so much easier to do because i can bring it to work i can read it on the train i can read it in bed i guess technically anime can be done in most of those places it's just more disruptive yes thanks (laughs) it's a new day you can watch anime wherever even you can subscribe to Crunchyroll for eight ninety nine a month. Yes. Use the code gonzo. Now we don't have an affiliate. Yeah. So, with them. Not uh, yet. B- yeah. Uh, with all the shit we talked, probably not ever. Uh, but <laughs> I've, uh, I've been reading fire punch, which is the manga that Tatsuki Fujimoto, uh, did before chainsaw man. Right. And it is, uh, I think he got a reprint leading up to chainsaw man, or maybe they uh, started publishing it leading up to, I don't, I don't know when this came out. I didn't hear about it until chainsaw man came out, but I, knew I that
1: remember, it was
2: I feel like it was published before chainsaw man came out. So and they is, might've like, they might've like done a reprint where it says now from the man who made chainsaw man.
0: Well, you know what I learned recently is if you open up the back of your manga, it tells you, uh, this is the fourth printing. So oh, the f- really? first printing was in 2018. Hmm. Uh, so uh, the reason that I'm on volume three is because I cannot locate volume four. <laughs> uh, I could probably order it on right stuff for Amazon. But I every time I go to the bookstore, and I've been to like three or four different bookstores, they have every volume except volume four. And I don't know <laughs> why that is. Is for the last volume? No, there's eight. Oh, okay, <laughs> there's there are uh, there are more than four. Uh, but I so this is not a good manga, <laughs> but <laughs> I am enjoying it a lot more than when I read Chainsaw Man. Now I really like the Chainsaw Man show. Uh, the what, it was either twelve or thirteen episodes. The first core just wrapped up. Uh, I don't know if I need to do like a full on review. Everything that I I already said about it remain true to the end. The only complaint that I have is that they only did 13 episodes, which seemed weird considering how much hype that show had.
1: Is there not a second core? Uh, Not yet.
0: Officially, it has not been announced, but I would be shocked if they didn't make more. Yeah. I mean, they they had a big tease for it at the end of episode 12. Oh, did they? Okay. Uh, I didn't know that. Maybe I turned it off too soon. Uh, but Sapphire so Punch uh, came out before that, and yes, it was eight volumes, and it is so goddamn mean. Uh, this My biggest complaint with Chainsaw Man is that it felt like really like forced, edgy nihilism, which I, I like that in my manga, but it just felt half-assed. Which I'm like, I... I'm still like trying to figure out like how you interpreted it like that. I think I went into it with a bad attitude. I need to reread <laughs> it, but so I I'm picking up fire punch cause I want some more context and it is, it's so mean spirited and hates everybody. And, uh, like honestly, if more people fret this, they'd probably try to cancel the guy. It is just like everybody's getting murdered, kids, old people. There is a ton of sexual assault or implied sexual assault. It's never like full on screen, but it's talked about a lot. Like it's just a casual thing you do before dinner. Uh it is it is so mean spirited. It is super gory uh but this is like the kind of manga that i used to like read a lot of like Shigarui and biomeat apocalypse uh, 0 and from that perspective i'm enjoying it a lot more because it now with the context of this i can tell that with chainsaw man he was holding back <laughs> probably because he was in shonen jump uh fire punch is about a guy who he's immortal Kind of like it, it. It has kind of a similar, I guess, plot device in that uh, there's people with different types of powers, and the uh, main character has like a regenerative, regenerate, uh, regenerative,
1: regenerate, oh, regenerative,
0: <laughs> regenerative. <laughs> I almost screwed up. Uh, you know, think like Wolverine. Like Wolverine can heal. Uh, himself except it's like a super extra, like you can cut this guy's head off and he, he'll just like his body will grow back and uh, Chainsaw Man has a similar concept so does uh, Demon Slayer where like the demons as long as they don't uh, you know see the sunlight their bodies will regenerate and in Chainsaw Man they just need to like drink some blood and they'll come back so I think uh, the writer must just be fascinated with that concept Obviously not saying that they also wrote Demon Slayer, just that that's a common concept in manga right now. Well, I mean, like with that concept, it makes it very
2: easy to have like really gory, bloody fight scenes and then like not have to explain why this guy's arm is back in the next panel.
0: Yeah. Well, I think also that uh, Fujimoto just has a fascination with like existentialism and like what's the point if you know there's no risk in anything like there's one character that's been alive for like 300 years and they're just bored and they keep trying to kill themselves but they can't because they're effectively immortal. Uh so uh, the main character uh I think it's Agni uh he is he has this regenerative regenerative fuck my ass. He has Wolverine superpowers. <laughs> And in the first chapter or second chapter, a guy that has fire powers sets him on fire. Uh, Now, this guy's fire power is such that it burns until whatever it's burning is gone or dead. Well, because our boy can't die, he's always on fire. And so it flashes forward like a decade or whatever, and he's still on fire, and he's ready for revenge. (laughs) Uh, so he's just like walking around naked and on fire, trying to find the guy that killed his sister. And he's just like a mindless, almost like movie, like Marvel superhero or like the fucking Ghost Rider or whatever. He's like the man on fire from uh from Metal Gear Solid Five. He's like Endeavor from My Hero Academia, or you know Dobby. Yeah, also Endeavor. My Hero Academia. Uh, so, you know, I didn't know what was like, okay, this is fun. It's just this dude on fire that's going around killing people. Uh, The reason it's called fire punch is because he's learning English and he learns the word for fire and punch. And they're like, you have to have a special move. He's like, I'm going to call it the fire punch. (laughs) If they're like, that's not that creative, (laughs) which is, I found some humor in that, but uh, so the end of volume one, you're introduced to this immortal sociopath lunatic who must have just been a self insert for the author. Uh, and I think he just ran out of ideas of what to do with the manga, because at the end of the first volume, this like obsessed with uh, movies, immortal starts directing the manga. <laughs> it's, fucking wild and i thought like at first i like i don't know if this is gonna work but it 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 kind of grows on you after a while so this person uh befriends quote-unquote uh agni and also like kidnaps this slave girl and gives her a camcorder and he's like i need you to record everything we're making a movie about this guy that's on fire we're going to call it fire punch. And like uh I I believe it's a an immortal woman. She's like, "All right. So what's your motivation? You want to kill that guy for revenge cuz he killed your sister?" I don't know if that's interesting enough. Can we like, I don't know, we need to come up with like a training arc of some sort. Uh and that's also why she teaches him it English. It's like we need to do this for like the international audience. <laughs>
1: oh my god.
0: It's, it is it's a lot. Um, and it just like it does that for for two more volumes it just uh he's gradually uh, being led to the guy that uh, set his sister on fire and killed her as well as his entire village Um i really like it it's so mean it's so over the top uh and i want to read more i just can't find the fourth fucking volume um Tons of action, tons of people trying to kill him, but because he's immortal, he can't die. (laughs) So they'll like throw him into a building and blow him up, and like decapitate him and throw his head into sea, and and he comes back and one punch mans them, and they're like, "Fuck, maybe we should start worshiping him after they throw him into the sea." Well, because the other guy's power is that the fire never goes out until the thing that's on fire dies. And this guy can't die. So you can't put the fire out except at one point he does wear a flame retardant suit <laughs> like with a tie. So I think the author also really likes ties. <laughs> um, Fire punch is awesome, but not for the lighthearted, I guess. Uh, if you like chainsaw man, this is a much meaner version of chainsaw man.
1: That's a recommendation.
0: Yeah, there yeah, we go. Uh yeah, there's no more morality. There's nobody redeemable. Uh everybody's just mean and violent and animal person and uh <laughs> it's really depressing, but that's the kind of manga that I find fun to read because it's just super unhinged and like why did somebody write this? How many people throw up in in the main guy's mouth? Has not happened yet, but I'm only 3 volumes in. Oh, okay. I have 4 Left to go. Uh, I also read the first volume of a manga called Shy, uh, which I'm going to call Bad Hero Academia. <laughs> uh, this has been greenlit for an anime. And oh, really? It, it. Are you familiar with this one?
2: I think I read the first chapter. It's about like a superhero who's shy, right?
0: Yeah, it's... <laughs> You know, it had some potential, like, I read the back of the cover, it says, In an age where superpower defenders from each country have brought peace to the world, Japan's representative is a Tim and Young girl known as Shy. She's embarrassed by the mere thought of putting on her spandex, but she'll still prove to have the heart of a hero. So I thought this was going to be, like, a funny comedy about somebody that's afraid to put their superhero costume on. That is not what it's about. Um... <laughs> It's just a shy hero. The first chapter was all right, but it got boring really quickly and they're going to make an anime about it. Uh Oh, Uh, she's like 13 years old and she feels guilty because the person whose life she saved uh, broke their leg and she feels (laughs) bad that her leg got broken. And she's like, fuck, if I wasn't there, this wouldn't have happened. And it's like, if you weren't there, she'd be dead. So I think like broken leg, death, pretty easy to figure out which one's better. Yeah, but she wanted to save her without her leg like, getting broken. Yeah. You know? You wanted She's to a perfect else's problem.
2: <laughs> uh yeah. You know, you got you gotta let these superheroes know, man, like hey, it can't be perfect all the time.
0: I don't think I can read more of this one. I really struggled. <laughs> I might check out the show like the character designs are all right, but it's just like it's clearly somebody trying to cash in on the superhero trend that my hero maybe started. I don't know because there's not a lot of superhero manga. (laughs) I guess there's one punch man. I don't know. There's a few. One punch man came before my hero. I think it's not good. Don't read it. That's what, opinion. One Punch Man? No, shy. One Punch Man's probably good. Yeah, from
3: the director <laughs> of Big O, uh, Tiger and Bunny.
1: Yeah. Wait. Did He's he saying you forgot the... a super Tiger and Bunny is a superhero anime. Yeah, from it's the director a... of
0: Big O. But it's not a superhero manga. It they, they were manga made of it.
2: It probably. Yeah, I'm was. sure it has like a manga anthology about Z-Man. Oh yeah, Z-Man too, yeah. <laughs> and there's also uh wing. Cross or whatever the fuck, yeah.
1: Oh wait, there's that there's that thing from the Mushishi guy, right? He did that team up with uh, uh Stan Lee.
0: Oh my god, big oh Hero yeah, six. Ultimo, Ultimo,
1: <laughs> big hero six.
0: Yeah, big hero six. <laughs> no, there's another one. It's
1: what it's like the cape or something. Hero
0: Man. That's what it was.
1: Right. I think it's called the cape. It's like this weird two part thing. I don't know.
0: Dan Lee hmm. made too much manga. Is I think what we're learning. Yeah. <laughs> uh so you watched some new anime? Uh I didn't watch Trigun but at least two of you watched Trigun. Yeah, that's a
1: Yep, yeah, me and Noel.
2: Mhm. It's good uh it's good people. It's a good manga. It's a good I mean it's a good anime. But hey, Trigun Maximum is also a good manga. That you can't buy right now. So, exactly. So
1: I I had to say I watched this because JP was tweeting about it and he's like this looks so soulless blah 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 and i it didn't look that bad to me so i'm like all right i'll check it, it out. um I, here's the thing that's so weird about it is that they've gotten really like out of all of the 3d shows that are running this season uh this is like when it's not when they're just do like a keyframe and the characters aren't moving it looks very similar to a 2d hand animated show uh and it looks really good and then they move, and you go, "Oh, they fucked it up."
0: <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm
1: talking about like regular shots, like oh. like when they're in an action <coughs> scene and they're doing like a very dramatic camera movement with the dramatic pose, you got like the motion blur on. That's when it works.
0: Like but when he's. I'm trying talking about to like get the other ninety
1: percent of the animation. Uh again, the still will look really good. And I'm like, oh, this is a really nice keyframe. And like it looks like pretty good. Like, there's no cinematography to what to speak of during regular shots. Like the, uh, you know, what is it? The mise en scene is just like boring as shit. But you know, like, whatever. It looks like a regular 2D animated, and then they move and you go, Oh fuck, this looks so bad. And that's like 90% again, that's like the majority of the animation.
0: Is people moving?
1: So uh I have to say, like, <laughs> you're kind of wrong jp and like the scene you shared i think is some of like really good animation but like it shouldn't take you out of it as much as it does uh it feels like the animation equivalent to like live action people complaining about motion smoothing
0: like i'm not mad that it's cg i just thought it looked
1: boring no no it's not I, i'm not saying it's like it's a, it's not a matter of it being cg it's just a matter of it's i mean it's really And like, also they, they seem like they put a lot of money into like the animating of it. So there's not as much thought into like why shit is happening. So Mm. like, listen, okay. First episode, there's this big confrontation where the guys decide to have like a shootout and they go on top of a rock and they're going to have a shootout. And then the one guy out of nowhere, who's like a law officer decides to like kill the whole village
2: I mean, that seems very on brand for a cop.
1: Oh, man, it's
0: Fast the Stampede. He's coming our way. He's coming our way.
1: Well, it's just, okay, like, I just, I literally was watching. (laughs) uh, I'm like, I don't understand what's happening. Like, I understand that they wanted to have a big, dramatic confrontation scene. But, like, it literally felt like they forgot how to do that. And they just (laughs) went, fuck it, let's do it anyways.
0: Like, that was, uh, It's like throwing a,
1: a grenade Casually behind them
0: In uh, reference to the Adult Swim uh, And like that's kind that of like the entire Like that's the um,
1: attitude I was feeling More uh, than anything And it, they were like setting up some big There's it, it like a big dramatic reveal This is the first episode I don't feel bad about spoiling things But you know what I'm talking about Noel It's when they reveal that Vash's brother Like destroyed the colony ship Oh yeah And I was watching that I'm like this is stupid as shit. I'm, well, sh- I'm I mean, sure that it's true to the manga because this is. Stampede I mean, it's is, true
2: to the anime too. So well,
1: yeah, yeah. But like, I'm de- how it's presented here, I don't think that I don't think that the style is doing them any favors.
0: Mm. Well, so one of the other problems I had with the clip from the first episode, and what you just said, kind of further uh, is more evidence of that opinion is. So, the original Trigun anime, I think it's like seven episodes before you see him shoot his gun. And I think it's another couple episodes before they outwardly say that that's bash. And you don't even know he has a brother until like another seven or eight episodes. Yeah. So, for all of that information Mm. to be in the first episode is like, well, okay. So, there's no mystery in this version, I guess. Yeah. Like,
1: there's no time to let anything develop. I was.
0: I feel like that's. I feel like. You found out
2: that he was Vash within the first episode of the original. I mean, you knew, Granted, it's but been the years characters in the TV show original. don't know.
0: Really? There's, there's, a, you could have a reasonable doubt. Like if you don't know, if you like cold watched Trigun had no, didn't know anything about it, you'd at least go an episode or two. Like, ah, that's probably Vash. Like probably, right? Uh, But you never actually see him. I don't think he uses his gun until, uh, oh, goodness. Yeah, it's like six or seven. It's when that giant guy is using the, um, the arm thing. It's a similar type of weapon as in episode one, but it's a different guy with that kind of a weapon. He, like, shoots into the guy's arm and, like, blows him up so he doesn't kill a kid.
2: Do you mean just like the first time he shoots a guy or like the first time he uses his gun?
0: The first time he uses his gun. Huh? It's, it's, it's definitely a while. Cause they implied in episode one that he shoots his gun and then they cut away, but then they go back to it and he doesn't have any bullets. Uh, and then there's like another bit where like he uses a toy gun, um, or he'll use his environment, uh, where I guess I don't know who the show's made for. Is this made for new people or is this made for people that watch the original or read the manga that just want more anime?
1: That's like, a good question. Cause I think the pace would say like very similar to like full metal where, you know, they like for brotherhood, they got right to the punch. Right. And like skipped like what half, like a lot. It's was like, all right, let's just get to, like, the change, where we, let's go to the deviation point. And it was like, cool, we got it. We did well, like I mean, part episodes. of
2: this, I feel, could also just be a symptom of, like, what I've been talking about for a while, which is, like, the whole 12, 13 episode, like, structure that we're working with now. Because is this supposed to be, like, a 25-episode show or something?
0: I don't know.
1: But it's really hurt by the pace. I mean, I would even yeah, argue that it's it is. by, like, So even simple things like the animation. So like now that they're focusing on a lot more of like now that they're in the CG style and they're focusing a lot more on like longer takes and they're like and with the models, they're not able to like cut as naturally. So there's a moment where like the reporter girl is talking to Vash and he says something and then she starts to get into like a comedy bit. And it's like, oh, like she gets like involved, like really engrossed in what he's saying. And it's just like, oh, like there's a there's like an in around here. That's so cool. And she's like, you know, like having the drool, like I'm hungry or I'm thirsty or something. And then a second later, the guy's like, you, that, that's this guy. And she goes, what? And she does the whole reversal. But the camera, like there's no cuts. There's no like, you know, they're not doing the animator thing of just like animating over here for one frame. And then we're going to jump her over to here. And so it feels like she just like really quickly, it's all happening like a live action shot. And it just doesn't work like the mm. kind of anime stuff they're trying for. Mm. It's I'll a very hear. strange style for what they're like. It's really trying to be anime, but like it's ultimately like it's CG and like CG is not, like it's not 2d and like, it's a really weird thing. They they haven't solved it.
0: Well, I'll, uh, I'm sure I'll check it out. Eventually. Yeah. I have so I will much say from to a
2: narrative thing. I do feel like, uh, Episode three is where things uh, start to pick up. Yeah, I haven't dropped yeah. it.
1: I'm going to keep going because it is better animated than uh, Kaina.
0: Well, they're going to do a dub with uh, Johnny coming back. I might wait till that comes out. Okay, I was looking through the notes. and I was like, I could have swore in these
2: notes. You said you were going to drop it.
1: No, 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 I I did not drop it. I almost did. I actually originally dropped it. Um, but then I watched kind and I'm like, I'm going to keep watching kind and it's like worse in some ways and better in others. Like, I can't justify dropping mm. Trigun after an episode. So,
0: all right. Okay. Well, uh, that's about an hour. So I think that's a good place to stop. Also, the software that we're using limits how many hours you can use a month. So if we want to do more podcasts, Ooh. we have to. I get okay. five hours a month. Yeah, we better... That's, mm-hmm. enough, that's enough yeah. to go a little over with every episode. Right, right. yeah. So, uh, I don't know if any fell asleep from his sleepy tea. Uh,
3: nope, I'm still here, just oh, quiet. There
0: he is. It sounds like he just woke up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, put him back well. in his cage. So, this was the Gonzo.moe no-name anime show. Uh, I guess if you want more of it, go to Gonzo.moe. I don't know anymore. Uh, we're going to do the news broom. I guess in a couple of days because we <laughs> took too long to do this, and then where 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 are you guys on summertime rendering? I could be done in time for the next podcast, but I
2: am actually I think I'm at episode seventeen. Okay,
1: yeah, yeah I'd last, like to do it next episode. All the right. Last well, I remember, they had
0: a big fight in the gym. Yes, that's that's where I am as well. So let's do summertime rendering next. So uh, big spoilers for the rest of. S T R.
2: Yeah, get ready to have your summertime rendered.
0: Yeah, so thank you everybody for listening, and we will see you next time. Yes, see ya.